Welcome to the Homeschool Show, dedicated to viewing home education and all aspects of life through the prism of God's Word. Thousands of families are experiencing the educational freedoms and challenges of teaching their own children at home. Now here's your host, veteran teacher, homeschooling dad, author, speaker, award-winning film producer, and president of Piedmont Education Services, Greg Munger. And welcome. I'm glad you're here with us today. I'm Greg Munger, your host here on The Homeschool Show, where we talk about home education and along the way, look at all of life through the prism of God's Word. Don't forget, if you ever want to contact us, listen to our previous shows, ask a question, you can do so on the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. That's thehomeschoolshow.net. Well, today we want to talk about why in the world did you get started homeschooling in the first place? And here to help me today with this topic is my dear bride, my lovely bride of 37 years, Bonnie. When I get asked about home education, one of the first questions people ask me is, uh, why in the world did you choose home education? There are so many choices. There's public school, there's private school, and there's church-related school, and then there's homeschool. And we began, what, 1987, some uh, 20? Yes. If you do the math, what, what kind of math is that? I'm not very good in math. <laughs> nearly 25 years ago. What was the first thing that ran through your mind when I came home and told you, I think we ought to do home education? What, what went through your mind as a wife and mother of our four kids? Well, this was a new idea. It sounded interesting, but I never dreamed that we would choose to do it. Especially when we first got married. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't have any <laughs> idea. Of course, we'd have four children. and uh, But we began homeschooling. Um, I had been exposed to the home education idea and oddly enough, at a uh, Christian school teacher conference, we had come to this area uh, to teach in a Christian school where I taught fifth and sixth grade, and I was doing pretty well. I thought I enjoyed the school. We were trying to make it a good school, it was a church-related school, and we had been going to these uh, Christian teacher education conferences uh, year after year. And one year, there were a bunch of people there who were talking about home education. This was in the 1985-86 school year. Homeschooling had just been uh, legally recognized here in North Carolina. And uh, so I went to these sort of as a lark, just to hear what these crazy people had to say. And when I went to these uh, seminars, I realized that God had been dealing with me and my family about uh, not spending very much time and with my own kids. I'd spent a lot of time with kids in the Christian school and with uh, teaching them and with other parents. But I I remember watching a program, I think it was a movie that uh, James Dobson had done, and I don't even remember the name of it now, but it was talking uh, at one point about the fact that dads spend only on average about seven minutes or less with their children during the week. They might see them at home, they might eat breakfast together, but they really don't spend much quality time. And I was greatly convicted by that. And when I went to these, uh, these seminars, these classes that were put on by the homeschool people, people who were actually doing homeschooling at the time, sort of like pioneers, I was greatly convicted. In fact, I one class, I remember sitting and weeping. At, the Lord struck my heart saying, you need to be doing that with your kids. Well, when I came home and told my wife, uh, do you have any further reactions? Was that a crazy <laughs> thing? Oh, well, it's hard for me to do new things. Yes. And so I was... Oh, I, this is not in the system. This is not the normal way to do things. And I don't know. I, I'm doing fine in, in the path we've already chosen. And so that was a further reaction to it. Well, we uh, actually we began to pray about it. And mm-hmm. uh, what were your thoughts in, in, in our prayers and uh, in our 
decision to make go ahead and do homeschooling the next year? Well, I was beginning to realize as I looked around at our children that um, we were becoming disturbed that our children were being very influenced by their peers, mm-hmm. realized that they were spending so much time with them that they were having more of an impact on them than we were, and that um, some of our children were being quite happy to be followers rather than leaders. And so then that's when we really began to look at the scriptures and to see really what was our uh, position as parents? What were, how much were we supposed to be involved with our children? Were there any particular verses in the Bible that uh, spoke to your heart? Deuteronomy six, seven, Mm -hmm. where it says to, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house and when thou walkest by the way and when thou liest down and when thou risest up. So pretty much all the time. All the time. And we weren't with them all the time. Right. And that's very hard to do when you've got your kids farmed out all over the place. And, and I know as even when we were in a Christian school, we were endeavoring to rear our children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And it's not to say that Christian school is bad. Uh, uh, many good things come out of the Christian school movement, and we're very happy for that. And uh, pleased and, and glad that God is using that in many people's lives. But for us, we realize that we were going here and there. The kids were in sports, and uh, there were things in the evening. And as a teacher, I was doing things in the evening. And uh, just as a family, and as mom and dad trying to implement Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 6 and 7 and so on, it was difficult to do. Yes. And very difficult to do. We were having family time and that kind of thing, and Bible time every day, we're endeavoring to have a family altar and those kind of things. And uh, but we've really thought that after prayer and uh, reading the scripture and, and then some research, I must say that um, at that time, there was a book, um, I think Mary Pride's big book of home learning. It was about the size of a small phone book at the time. And in the back of it, there was actually now four volumes. And each of those four volumes are the size of a small phone book. Mm-hmm. But because um, homeschooling greatly expanded in the 20 some years. But at the time, in her big book of home learning, there were only about 300 names at the back of people that you can contact. I wrote off to all 300 of them. (laughs) We got mounds of mail coming in because we wanted to do research. I'm the kind of guy that uh, when I go to do something, I got to know, well, as the Bible says, a prudent man deals with knowledge, the book of Proverbs. And so I wanted to know all I could about this crazy thing called home education because if I was going to do it, I was going to do it right. And so I wrote off to all 300 of those names and got back so much material about it. Uh, but we realized and made that decision that uh, for us, it was about being able to fulfill Deuteronomy chapter 6 and many other scriptures personally with our children one-on-one. So we made that decision. And I do remember that uh, when we came home to homeschool, we, we got, began to tell all our family. And uh, do you remember what uh, the reaction of some of our family was? Well, one said, well, you're just going to become like monks and just... I think uh, the word was hermits. Oh, hermits, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Just sequester yourself away and not be involved with society at all. (laughs) Well, there were a lot of changes, to be sure. Um, In the Hopefully in a future show, we're going to have the kids on and ask them what were their reactions about homeschooling. But we know that the the reaction of our family was uh, not the most positive. Um, 
there was the, the idea of you're going to become hermits, you're taking your kids out of socialization, you, they're not going to become well-rounded, and so on. And, uh, well, we just began. In fact, um, we had one, uh, one of the uh, leaders in our church at the time we were in said, uh, you're just not going to make it. You're just going to fall flat on your face. And we said, well, by God's grace, we pray that the Lord will bless us and help us because we believe that uh, this will enable us to fulfill God's mandate for us here in this particular realm of our family. And uh, by God's grace, we have been able mm-hmm. to do that. Well, we began home education. We uh, overcame some of the family uh, uh, criticisms and pressed on ahead. Uh, what about the actual getting started of it? Did you have any thoughts or comments about the daily day-to-day running of it. It was in our home. Um, (laughs) Well, I must confess that when we began, you were excited and confident. But I should confess that I was more with fear and trepidation. So the first year, we actually had a California company. I think it was uh, Washington State, somewhere out on the the left coast. Yes, on the left coast. (laughs) So they planned and mapped out our curriculum for us because, we, like you said, we wanted to make sure we did it right so and then after that we realized oh we can do this ourselves and yeah i think we paid about eight hundred dollars in uh, uh, less inflated money at the time we had uh, this company uh, hewitt i think it was hewitt research associates home hewitt homeschooling uh, something like that they created the uh, a very fine curriculum for us got us all the books and the reason i did that is because i had been a classroom teacher and i want to emphasize and uh the idea that you don't have to be a former teacher to do home education. Uh, we proved that over and over that mm-hmm. uh, you didn't have to have all the subjects under your belt. You didn't have to know everything before you started. Uh, but we did have the, uh, the, this company buy the books uh, for us. And we, they sent us the books and they sent us a curriculum of how to do what to do. And so we came home for home education and uh, we had actually school at home. I don't recommend that, but that's how many people start. <laughs> we had, you remember that dear? We had uh, pledge to the flag mm-hmm. at eight thirty, and then we had uh, twenty minutes of this subject and thirty minutes of that subject, and we even had recess, didn't we? Yes. And I was so fearful of doing it myself that you actually began the teaching. Right. I remember at the time that uh, I was able to uh, do my work. I was self-employed at the time and able to work in the afternoon and evenings, uh, remodeling and that kind of thing. And so I did the most of the teaching in the morning, and then Bonnie took over whatever might be left in the afternoon. Later on, by the way, it did reverse. Uh, when, we, uh, when we began, uh, when, my, when my business changed and improved, and so um, I began to do the more uh, or less of the teaching, and Bonnie took over. Did you have any uh, qualms about that, dear, when you, or you had got I'm more sure confident? I'm sure there were a few, but not very many since I had watched you in action. And like (laughs) I said, when I see the pattern, I can follow it. (laughs) Well, the pattern we set was uh, not the best because we were doing what many people call school at home is where you have a book for every subject and you study each of the subjects, And that's okay to do. Um, It won't won't. ruin your children by any means, but it's, it's a very quick way to burn out. Did you feel that? I, I remember I felt that by about November because we were trying to do all the things outlined in all the uh, teacher manuals, and we were trying to do everything that I had thought might be an appropriate thing to do at school at home. We quickly realized that uh, this was just way too much stuff 
And you didn't have to spend uh, six, seven, eight hours of, of uh, work that you might do in a traditional classroom. I remember being a classroom teacher for a few years before home, uh, doing homeschooling and uh, recognizing that many of the things you do in a classroom as a teacher uh, line up, uh, go to the bathroom, do uh, uh, drills, things like that. You don't have to do in homeschool because you can do most of your work in about three or four hours. Uh, Bonnie, any further comment on that on our day-to-day program? Well, it was surprising to learn that, that there was a lot of downtime in a traditional school situation, and so much more could be achieved in fewer hours because it was more of a one-on-one situation. So even though we brought three children home, two elementary and one middle school, that we could get done in much less time. And it was also beneficial in that we were able to tailor each of the curriculum to the children. Um, maybe when the kids come on later, we can uh, have them talk about some of their experiences. But I do remember that uh, each of the children, of course, being a unique person, had a different way to look at the life and different interests. Uh, some were in sports, some wanted uh, violin, some wanted things to do with horses and so on. And uh, so anyway, we came home, we did all this homeschooling, and uh, over the year... We had uh, uh, ups and downs, as you would at any time, different things of life. And uh, uh, any comments about uh, the, that, Bonnie, what, what you thought about uh, the day in and day out? Well, I was finding it difficult to get everything together, all the things that I needed to do as a mother and homemaker. Well, we'll talk about that some more. Let's take a break now. And when we come back, we'll talk about uh, how we integrated some of that home and school and just general of life. You're listening to The Homeschool Show. Well, welcome back to The Homeschool Show, where we're talking about how not to make your children a social freak and still do homeschooling and kind of get all the various things done that uh, in homeschooling. My beloved bride of 37 years, Bonnie, is here with us today to here in the studio to talk about these things. I'm your host, Greg Munger. You can always go on uh, the website, thehomeschoolshow.net. Check us out there. Before the break, we were talking about how to integrate homeschool, life, books, and all of these things. Avani, give us some uh, idea of what you were trying to do there in the homeschool when you actually started doing most of the teaching. Well, it takes a little bit of extra planning. It was quite easy, frankly, to send your children off to school, and then you've got time to do the housework and the younger children that are still at home. But now I had all four at home, two of them in elementary school, one in middle school, and then a preschooler. So it took extra planning. You had to decide when you were going to have breakfast and then plan out the chores for the children and to do a different time frame and then loosely plan out when the children were going to do the different school subjects and work everything into the day. And it does take some planning. Uh, Some parents are more uh, fly by the seat of the pants, uh, as you would say. Uh, Others do more detail, make a big list. You always like to make a list. I remember you did that like a teacher plan, perhaps on Friday or Saturday. Yes. Uh, Did you find that you couldn't always stick to the list? The list was very helpful. And pretty much the children would get most of that done. It gave me a guide. And then, of course, I was checking the work, and, and I liked that, being able to work individually with each child. And the older ones would be working, and I began working with the younger one, teaching her to read, as the older ones who had already learned to read were working at the various subjects, and then they would come to me as they need help, or I would teach them the new 
concept that day for math or for grammar. Did you find that harder with uh, younger children that many times could not be able to do a lot of uh, independent work, as well as the high school kids, of course, could be more independent working and uh, get their jobs or chores and as well as do their schoolwork? I didn't have the problem that so many of the new homeschooling moms have because they are beginning at the very beginning. And mm-hmm. so they have several younger ones, whereas my youngest one was four. So for someone that has infants and toddlers, that really is a challenge. And it's also a challenge to integrate uh, with the book, lurk, book, uh, book work, <laughs> all of the things that you would do regularly in a home, uh, cooking and cleaning and uh, uh, child discipline and that kind of thing. Any uh, s- uh, suggestions or tips to homeschool moms today about what you did and what we did in our home? I found that I greatly enjoyed doing that, being able to have the opportunity and the children's time, they were available, that we integrated preparing the meals and doing the housework into the day in with the schoolwork. Well, you know, we talked about uh, what is education. Of course, we believe, as we mentioned earlier, that education is at its root, uh, teaching our children God's word. Uh, Proverbs 9.10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the holy is understanding. One of our, in fact, I think it was our, our school motto was Second uh, Peter 3.18, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, for to him is to be glory both now and forever. So that's, uh, in fact, we named our school Charis Academy, C-H-A-R-I-S, which is the Greek word in the Bible for grace, taken from that. And that was our taken from that verse. And that was our goal, to teach our children uh, the main things. But that wasn't all of learning. In fact, uh, every day was a learning experience, wasn't it? Yes. Um, There's a very good definition of education by Noah Webster in the American Dictionary of English Language in the 1828 edition. Uh, One Christmas, one of our relatives gave that to me, and I thought, why in the world would I want an 1828 dictionary? But I'm glad he gave it to me because it had this definition. Education comprehends all that series of instruction and discipline. And that made me realize that education is not just teaching books. It's not just uh, pouring information into the kids' heads. Rather, it's a series of instruction and discipline. And it has three parts. It has enlightening the understanding. That's what we're doing with our uh, teaching academics. It's also correcting the temper And it's also forming the manners and the habits of youth, as well as fitting them for usefulness in their future stations. So that's what you're doing a lot of in homeschooling and able to do it uh, consistently day in and day out, hopefully consistently by God's grace. Any thought on how to integrate some of that, my dear? It was just a matter of living and being with the children, which when they were in the traditional school, we didn't have the time to be with them as Mm -hmm. much. And that was, it just became a part of our lives, whether teaching the work ethic or teaching about being contented and grateful. It just was a part of the fabric of life. In many respects, homeschooling is more for the parents than for the children uh, because you're learning how to be a a discipler, not just a teacher or not just a parent, a disciplinarian, but a, a discipler of the things of the Lord. 
Well, we have explored this idea of home education, what it is, and why in the world did we get started. In uh, future programs, we're going to look at how does learning take place, what is the secret to successful home education, and why can we do all of this best in the homeschooling environment. Something else that uh, Noah Webster had said in this definition is that not only is education that series of instruction and discipline to help our children, but to give a child a good education in manners and arts and science is important. That's what we do in when we're teaching. But to give them a religious education education is indispensable, and an immense responsibility rests on parents and guardians who neglect these duties. I hope this has been helpful to you today. That's all we have time for on our Today's Homeschool Show, and I want to thank my dear wife for being here in the studio with us. We hope to come back another show next week and give some more ideas about home education. Don't forget, you can always visit us on the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. You can read our blog, listen to our podcasts, ask an expert. Please join us next time as we again look at home education and all of life through the prism of God's Word here on The Homeschool Show.